Please enter room 2008. Already starting. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, we are here back, room 2008, officially live on the air. Um, if you joined us last week or listened to the podcast, it was just me and uh, and Lance, aka Mushroom Man, L Bond. <laughs> but also, if you watched us, we mentioned a third member that wasn't with us. We hope he's uh, going to be with us more often than not. L Peter. And uh, I would like to introduce him. Hello. This is. Oh, Flynn Peter God. Ren. Flynn God. <laughs> Lance screwed oh, Lance fucked up my fucking joke. Of course, it butted in, butted in right over it. I didn't know you were writing that joke all day. It was the way. I've, I've been waiting. You've been when thinking you can... all day since lunch. <sighs> I, oh, I yeah. Slim and you were like, oh. I was. Yeah, but, I'm Peter well, Rabbit Hole. He's back. Flynn he's God is back. here. Yep, so, I'm here. So Happy, going, happy buddy. So what are we? Uh, we're going to talk some conspiracies today. Uh, the what do we call the episode? The admirable. I can't say it. The ad- Admir- admirable, admiral ad- bird. Admirable, admiral bird. That's it. Yeah. And uh, I am curious. Like you know, I didn't get the thing about the red light. Nobody told me. So <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it's like it's like what we did with the steam mask a few years ago. Oh yeah. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> So that's uh yeah. Well, I'll get it next time. Like I said, the first episode was the attempted episode. We went through uh, some different topics, and um, apparently, y'all had a conversation about some red lighting. And I'll get on top of that. So, but we mentioned the first episode. Every time we do this episode, there can be different view, different, different situation, theme, and whatnot. Just keep me in the loop next time. Yeah, it's all right. Cool. So, I could I could right. change to an array of colors. Maybe all I'll right. do that later. Yeah, do it later when shit gets real. Yeah. This is just the intro. <laughs> but if you are paying attention to this or, or listening, um, we're going to release the audio in podcast form uh, probably Friday or Saturday. So uh, we are official on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts. Um, what else? Uh, is there po- any other? Pocket Casts. Uh, and Stitcher so far. So uh, we're totally available on all those. Just search our name uh, and you'll pop up and uh, you'll be able to listen to this in uh, in podcast form. I do want to thank our sponsor before we get started. Bernheim Original. All right. There's uh, our, our sixth cease and desist coming. <laughs> Kentucky Straight Wheat Whiskey. Uh, all seven nice. year aged. So uh, thank you for sending me that bottle. Yep. And um, <laughs> if you... If y'all listened to the first episode and, uh, and you know, we're kind of excited about the topics we're going to be talking about, um, you know, feel free to hit us up on Twitter. I got it scrolling up at the top there at room 2008 ENT. Um, you know, what we're talking about tonight, if you have any other knowledge, you know, or know any other stories about Admiral Bird, feel free to tweet us or, or send us an email room 2008 ENT at gmail.com. If it's pretty cool, we'll read it on the air next time. And, uh, you know, see if we can get some listeners to to interact with us. I need to open the chat just in case someone uh, 
Oh yeah, what was his name? So, uh, Drowsy. Drowsy. That's right. But I I still can't see the viewers to know if he's in here. So, but um, so yeah. Other than that, we're going to be talking about Admiral Bird tonight. Um, you know, we can get into it whenever. But if y'all just want to hang out for a little bit, we can. No, let's uh, get to it. <laughs> Who was that impression of me? That was you, Flynn God. <laughs> well. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I know what initially started uh, my interest in Admiral. <sighs> start over. Uh, hold on, let's start the podcast over. Yeah. <laughs> Admiral Admiral Bird. <laughs> I think that was right. Anyway, I saw a black and white, you know, old video of him talking about because he was like the first person of the known times, the modern times to uh, use the, you know, our military uh, uh, vessels and stuff to explore Antarctica, like, for like for real, like, legit. And uh, on the video, he says that they found, like, a whole continent the size of America beyond Antarctica. He says it on video. And, and then, like, you know, that started me digging into that further and stuff. And uh, why would he say that? And we will speculate. That's oh, well, yeah, yeah, we're going to so, speculate hard. Yeah. First and foremost, we have to distinguish between his Antarctica explorations and the yeah. North Pole. Mm -hmm. Two different scenarios because uh, there are a lot of um, back and forth on people calling the operation, uh, what is it, high jump? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and saying it's the same thing as the North Pole explorations when he – you know, get into the conspiracy stuff. So long story short, let's try to keep on track that those are two different subjects altogether. Mm -hmm. And we'll go into that of, of exactly what is uh, the conspiracy and what is actual. Yeah. And, and, uh, and we'll, we'll clarify too. Some of the stuff that we might say is not fact. We're not, we're just, we're trying to introduce um, alternative thoughts on what may yeah. have happened and, and, you know, just trying to entertain the thought of, you know, some of the stuff we may talk about. And that goes for any topic we talk about. Yeah. We're having fun with it. Like, uh, you know, uh, my, my hobbies, I would say are like me media analysis and conspiracy th uh, theories. It's a, it's a hobby, you know, I'm having fun with it. I like to play as devil's advocate and think like a conspiracy theorist. It's, it's fun. But to think, I think like when you have to become one, yeah. Oh, yeah. I plead the fifth. What about the fifth you got there, Lance? Our sponsor. Yeah, thanks to Bernheim Original. Um, no, I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> they did not send me that bottle. I went Seven, seventh cease and desist we're going to get. <laughs> but maybe one day. So yeah, that's the not. whole objective of this whole thing is maybe they'll send me a free bottle of uh, you know whiskey here and there. That's the only yeah. reason I joined. Get some freebies. So, um, so we can actually call him Dick because his name is uh, Admiral <laughs> Richard Bird. Dick Bird. So if, if you're getting tongue twisted on the whole Admiral thing, let's just call him Dick and okay. call him a Admiral right, yeah. Dick Bird. Dick Bird. So, uh, with all due respect, you know, Mr. Dick. Um, <laughs> so he, uh, I, where do y'all want to start? You want to start from the beginning? Uh, sure. That's the only place right. you can start. So, <laughs> you know what? You, yeah, we're good. I'm going to take a bathroom break. <laughs> all right. So, uh, <laughs> let's see here hey man y'all want to end at the finish <laughs> <laughs> a lot of interesting stuff all right so here's the big thing about admiral bird okay 
And uh, let's skip his whole thing through, you know, the military, and let's get straight to his uh, explorations or explorations, uh, explorations. And uh, May 1926, <laughs> he attempted a flight. Oh, right, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Keep going. Sorry. Second episode. Yeah. I don't get paid enough to do this. <laughs> All right, I'm done. All right. All right. For All real, right for real, let's go. Let's go. All, All right, right. So here it is. To change up my uh, <laughs> all right so may 1926 bird and Bennett attempted a flight over the north pole and they were there for 16 hours the flight was there and back 16 hours roughly and they returned as national heroes that's what uh rabbit hole was talking about the mm-hmm. national heroes they came back they threw man they must have had some parties and uh, he actually received the medal of honor for actually flying the, being the first person to fly to the north pole and then the conspiracy and then you had some people actually a year after he died, 1958, uh, another aviator came out and said, well, now that he's dead, I just want to let everybody know I've done the math and he actually never went to the North pole, uh, based on the knowledge of airplane speeds and everything else. They said, you know, he almost got there and had to turn around due to a leak. And, uh, of course, you know, Admiral Byrd, the mindset is he came back and couldn't say he didn't, you know, reach it. So that's the whole big thing that everybody's saying, well, he actually didn't get there. And uh, I mean, it's kind of douchebaggish to say the year after the dude dies to come out and say, oh, by the way, he didn't, he didn't make it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But that's not even the conspiracy. I'm just kind of letting you know the backdrop of the North, the North pole scenario and how it's different from the Antarctica and everything else. So, um, Bennett dies in 1928. So they did the exploration exploration in 1926 where they attempted the North Pole, you know, whether you believe they got there or not, doesn't matter. Uh, Bennett dies in 1928, and then in 1958, um, they come out and say that that's all, you know, uh, not real. Now, the interesting stuff is when he does the um, Operation Hydrump, and that's 1946-1947 in Antarctica. Uh, He was working on that because the... They were the Germans. We were obsessed with finding what the Germans were doing basically during that World War II. And uh, we figured they were setting up base and they had some secrets down in Antarctica. So uh, the U.S. obviously hired Admiral Byrd or Dick to go down there and do some <laughs> explorations in Antarctica and find the Germans. And during that time, uh, obviously, we dropped the bombs on Hiroshima and Nakashima and uh, Nagasaki. I'm sorry. And 1945 so the war ended and then this is where the interesting stuff happens because there's no record of his exploration to going back to the north pole and what's interesting is that if he didn't make it in the first place it's even more reason to say why he went back because he went uh in february of 1947 and operation hydrump down in antarctica ended in february of 1947 oh interesting yeah so i hadn't heard that no yeah so it kind of it's like all right we don't need you here anymore and he's like well well shit what am i gonna do let's go back to the north pole and uh and there's obvious reasons too and that during the time that we were chasing germans you know sent us down to antarctica we uh there was another um group that went up to the north pole back in 1927 
after they came back, there was another group that went up there six days later. And, um, you know, and so let's get into the story of what happened at the North pole. And then we can come back to the other group. And, uh, I mean, it's a really interesting dynamic. The timelines all match up, you know, that could be whatever anybody thinks, right. That could be, uh, just put together for a good story or that could be actual fact. And it's, it makes a lot of sense if you really think about it. So, so the, the North pole, was that after everything at the South pole? Like so the, the story I'm assuming you're about to tell the North pole was the 1926. Let me make sure I get my dates right. Can't go on record on video, getting the dates wrong. Yeah. We're putting uh, this on the internet. So 1926 <laughs> was his first, uh, Big exploration, right? When he came back as a national hero, he came back and said, dude, I saw that, been there, done that, you know, yeah. drop my... So he was supposed to drop a whole bunch of American flags because his competitor, I guess you could say, um, was going to come up there six days later, and he wanted to show proof that he was there, kind of rub it in their face, kind of like the American flag on the moon. You know, like, we're the first one, flop. I'm well. not getting into that. It's a whole different story, rabbit hole. But, um, <laughs> so... That was 1926, and let's pay attention to the dates because um, that was way before the Operation High Jump uh, to Antarctica, which was in 1946, let's just say, 1946 to 47 was Operation High Jump. That was chasing the Germans. So um, I'll go into the story of the North Pole, unless somebody wants to chime in, but uh, the gist of it, does anybody want to say anything? I was, well, I was, okay, go, Peter. Uh, well, uh, I was watching a lot of this old footage earlier, and uh, I kind of went into conspiracy mode. Like, uh, you know, sometimes I do when I watch uh, space stuff, like the old moon landing footage. You know, so many things can be just a Hollywood set, and a lot of that that footage from Antarctica, especially during uh those like uh, really heavy storms. I don't know. It could be like the moon landing footage. It looked, you know, it could be a Hollywood stage, you know. Absolutely. But, but we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll get into that right now. So the moon landing. <laughs> but I was going to say, um, like, one of the first thing. there's two things that got me interested in in uh, Dick Bird. The, uh, the, one, the story Lance is about to tell with the North Pole. And then the story I'm going to bring up. Uh, during Operation High Jump, which may or may not be true, but I'll get into that after this. Yeah, I'm interested to hear about the high jump. I didn't. I don't know anything about the high jump, just the years, because I was really trying to focus on if the years match up. I'm thinking, well, he's not going to be in Antarctica and then doing an exploration, an exploration. God bless. Um, in the North Pole, you know, like back and forth, right? Like the yeah. the, the years got to the matchup and the years have to match up with the story with, with world war two. And the reason why the, the whole story even came about. Um, so I'm just going to jump into it. And so the story is, with yeah, the North Pole. so high he jump. operation high jump goes. So you have world war two and you have Hitler, uh, the Aryan nation. Everybody knows about all that fun stuff. So uh, can I say that? Can I say fun stuff? I, you know, just, <laughs> Just in a general. Sense. All right, there's our seventh seventh lawsuit incoming. <laughs> so, poor choice of words. This is my first time. Um, you're you're so nervous. I sell houses, not radio shows. <laughs> All 
All right. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So without backtracking. Back to the fun stuff. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you have World War II, 1939 to 1945, right? Correct, and we're chasing correct. the Germans. And so he goes, we've been chasing the Germans around, uh, Operation High Jump, 1946 to 47. Then that falls out with the bombings and everything else uh of course that was after the bombings but that's technically when the war ended so we're done with the war and so he goes to the north pole and basically what happens is uh it's him and a radio man radio, radio guy i don't know in the airplane and they're flying and everything's reported fine and then uh when they get to the north pole they start losing um they start losing altitude, losing controls, everything. They're being pulled in by a certain, <laughs> by a certain deal. And then, uh, you know, they, they come over the radio and say, hey, we're here. <laughs> Look, this whole conspiracy is going to be hard to explain with people laughing in the background. <laughs> so, um, anyways, he goes in and he's seeing mammoths walking. He comes over the North Pole and, and there's a mountain. He flies over the mountain. He's pulled in over this mountain. And uh, there's mammoths walking around. There's lush green forest. Uh, it's 72 degrees or something. Don't quote me on that. But it's like really different than what you would expect in the North Pole. And he gets lured in or pulled in by this force that he can't control. And they park him. He gets out and his journals stop. And this is all actually going off the uh, diary, the missing secret diary of Admiral Byrd, which has all kinds of different publishing. I don't know which one would be better than the other. But uh, I did go into a website, and we can post a link, I guess, of the actual verbiage, the hours, the flight log, everything. So you don't have to buy the book. You just see what, what we're talking about. Um, and he goes in there, and basically the Arianes is what he said. They were speaking in a, a German language, German mm -hmm. tongue, I guess. And um, the Arianes, they introduced themselves as the Arianes, which I was always fascinated with that because if you're writing a story – I mean, he described them as blonde-haired, blue-eyes, tall, radiant. Um, and it, so what had happened is the Arianes got worried when we dropped the bombs in 1945 in Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And they came out, um, and quote me on the word, I have no idea. that They called their fly machines a certain word. If we have any uh, people watching or in the comments, comment on what they're called. Uh, they have a name for it, the flight, the, the planes that they use. So they came out of a basically hollow earth and tried to, to make it known. And they were being shot at. They were being, you know, they could tell they have technology, obviously. And uh, they were getting forced. So what they did is they went back and they pulled in Admiral Byrd or Dick because <laughs> they knew his stature in the military. They knew he was somebody who was going to come back and be a, a hero. I mean, this guy had Medal of Honor, Medal of Valor was a top-notch general um so they selected him when he was coming across and they introduced themselves and they told him basically that you know the way that we're running the world with these nuclear bombs is going to be uh basically an, an issue for everybody on earth you know them including so they sent him back home and this is a very short story of it they sent him back home and said tell everybody to cut this shit out basically and he came back and then he had this big story he wrote in his diary about what happened who he saw hollow earth a whole different uh planet 
within our earth, obviously, and uh, had a big story about it and came back. And, and then he got, uh, well, what's the who talked to him? The government pulled him aside and said, hey, you don't talk about this. You know, your your whole career's on the line with everything you've earned. And uh, and then basically when he was at his deathbed, he came out with his diary and said, here's what happened. Here's yeah. what actually happened. I don't want to, I don't want my days, the, the end in secret. Here's what happened. And then later on, I think it was his daughter that published the original one of his diaries. Mm-hmm. And um, so there's a lot of detail in that. I, I really just jumped into it, went through it really quick. But the idea is the timelines is what's really interesting in all this. I think um, I think the fact that he met alien beings and went to Hollow Earth is a little more interesting than the fact of the it happened, you know. Yeah. So it says that in the diary. Yeah, I was that's what I was looking up while Lance was talking. I have the direct link to the YouTube video, but I was trying to search for it on YouTube, but it's not coming up. I I typed I don't know, but the if you want to get the if you want to get the real version of it, go to YouTube and type in Admiral Bird's North Pole flight to Agartha. Oh, Agartha, yeah. The di- diary audiobook. So it's basically so, a guy, it's basically a guy uh, reading reading the journal that he kept. Yeah, it'd be the same journal I have. It's yeah. it's going to be word for word. I have a different link that goes to a uh, it's not a video, it's the actual printed document, mm-hmm. but it's the, it's the same exact thing as the video that I've uh, The only thing about the videos, a lot of the videos get confused with uh, Operation High jump in Antarctica, yeah. mm-hmm. North Pole. Just keep in mind, Antarctica was a separate deal with the World War. When that was done, he went back to North Pole within the same month because he was he was you know done. Yeah. And this is when this happened. He came back with the information. Government said, "Dude, don't talk about this. You're done. Stop." And uh, it wasn't until uh, he died, I guess, in 1957. Hmm. Shortly, it was there 19- after, shortly thereafter. Hmm. And uh, in 1956, I think, is when he wrote his last um, comment on the on the on the diary. Mm-hmm. His last notion, and and it's really kind of you know, it's really interesting. I mean, it really is because my thought is this, and then I'll I'll shut up. Um, you have Hitler who's obsessed with the Aryan nation. It could be possible that the Arianis reached out to the powerhouse at the time and told them, uh, you know, hey, quit messing around. This is what y'all are doing. Here's, we're, you know, we're, like, here we are, right? And we're like aliens, blonde-haired, blue eyes. And he just got the name mixed up, Ari- Arianis with Arians. And uh, not to say that that's the point of the war or anything like that, but it's, it's interesting in that how that, even the name matches up with the year world war ends. Well, he They're said they were, they were speaking a Germanic language too. Well, yeah. uh, one thing that Dick talked about is that, uh, he, when he was, going on. When, when he was, uh, discussing the North pole and, and the South pole, he was saying that they were, uh, very strategic military, uh, you know, positions. Yeah. yeah. To, to, uh, gain control of, so uh, in terms of like, what was it? Uh, it was like oil and uranium. Coal, and, coal. Yeah, coal. So there was that stuff there. But, you know, when he also, uh, see, this is, this is, I haven't looked too much into the Ariani thing, but uh, if it says that in the diary, that's like, uh, like how come 
everyone isn't talking about this, but it, uh, also when in that video when he discusses land beyond Antarctica, it makes you wonder, like, what is uh, how easy is it to fool the entire planet on on what so, they live on? <clears throat> let me make a point. Real quick about that. So uh, in 1926, he went to North Pole. A lot of people could say, well, he, you know, he went there and he didn't journalize that, you know, had the same experience. And then another party went there and they didn't see hollow earth. So why would that be? But my thought is they selected him because they'd already reached and this is in the journal. They'd already reached out to a powerhouse. Now keep in mind, they're German. Yeah, uh, there's there's details in the diary about, um, uh, I mean, heavy German influenced. I mean, there's there's no question about they've reached out to the Germans about who they are and what they are, right? And there and so, um, I guess where I'm going with this is that Admiral Byrd was selected and pulled in to their location rather than other explorations going on that just stumbled upon it. It's almost right. like you have to be invited to find that uh, location. And then you think, you know, North Pole is not that large. Antarctica is, you know, yeah. a lot larger. Yeah, so, I have I have some interesting to, things to say about uh, possibly what could be at the center of the North Pole uh, later on once we get to that. Does he wear but, a red hat? <laughs> uh it's uh it's it's kind of scary uh to speculate on what exactly is there because uh at at this point it, you know as far as the conspiracy side of my brain uh I'm beginning to you know uh, think think about some some really crazy stuff in regard to what is actually there and uh, the mysteries of the of the south pole as well I think it's, uh, I'm starting, I'm starting to like, uh, put, you know, all these things together like that, that, uh, that meme from always sunny where he's got that, you know, beautiful mind wall. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I got, I got, I got a full beautiful mind wall of about, uh, about Antarctica and what it actually is. And, uh, it's, it's so fun to think about because, uh, if uh, let's let's just you know say yeah you know, those things were true, that would mean that everything about our lives is is uh, a lie. extraordinary uh, in reality, and that we yeah we have been living a lie. Uh, yeah, and and it goes back to what's the whole point of the Operation High Jump? We we say it was. Can you can you say can you say High Jump? You've said High Jump seventeen <laughs> times this whole time. It's the whiskey. Do the ad. I want to thank our sponsor. (laughs) Uh, Bernheim Original Kentucky Wheat. Bernheim. If you, uh, if you German, I know. If you hadn't tried it, don't. Um, So, (laughs) but I mean, we're chasing Germans into Antarctica because we think they're they're there. So it's like, if and this is this is kind of the the scope of what i'm i'm getting at as far as conspiracy goes and why i believe i mean there's probably a lot to it they reached out to the 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 germany because they were the powerhouse at the time they were the one doing everything and they were you know causing eruption and everything else um and then so germany's trying to find uh hollow earth 
you know, they were reached out. They're like, Hey man, we're, you know, we're in the, we're inside the earth. And so Germany's like, well, shit, let's go to Antarctica. Let's do this. And let's do that. They're focused on finding them because they reached out to them and there's a connection there, right? They're, they're superior power. Uh, Germany is all about having power. So they're like, Hey, let's, let's find them. And we're chasing the Germans to Antarctica. Uh, so it's kind of like, you know, it's that following trail. We're not really there because they're setting up bases. We're following them because they're in connection with a higher power that we need to be worried about. It's kind of like the plot of uh, Indiana Jones and the last crusade where we were uh, in a race with the Germans to find the Holy grail. And that kind of describes the excitement about this whole thing. Uh, like yeah. when you start putting all of these pieces of the puzzle together for yourself, uh, it, you almost get that same excitement that Indiana Jones had when he uh, and his friend yeah. figured out that they knew not only that the grail existed, but where uh, its location. Uh, like that's how excited I feel uh, uh, in, in my conspiracy brain when I, when I start to think about this stuff, because I think what it ultimately means, uh, and you can speculate on, you know, the the true uh, nature of Antarctica, the shape, uh, or the you know the what we're on. You can speculate on all that stuff, but uh, at the end of it, it's uh, it's exciting because it means that if something's being hidden from us, life is more extraordinary than it seems. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're and they're and and they are hiding it from us. And you know, I have I have uh, asshole friends who go, "Who's they?" And you know, <laughs> give me a name. Give me a name. Bring it and I'll get right in their face and go Democrats. No, I'm just kidding. No, I, I don't. I, uh, but uh, I go edit that out. Edit that out. Right, right. Sorry, that was it was a joke. I, what, I'm, what a, I'm a what time? 29, 22 seconds. All right. I, I'm a Democrat. Uh, but you know, if you don't like you know, if you don't like America, you could just get out. <laughs> so, All right. So the North Pole. Um, <laughs> man, election night. You should have been there. Uh, so. Um, I was going to piggyback real quick off what Lance said a minute ago, or, or uh, Peter said after Lance, but you said uh, he found Antarctica to be larger in size than America or similar size. He also said the same thing, not the same thing, but he also said the similar thing about the North Pole. Uh, I don't know if Lance said this or not, because I was trying to pull up the, the video. He, like, he was expecting just ice, you know, ice and, and snow-covered, areas and stuff like that and he said he saw lush green land a whole yeah. america-sized continent beyond yeah. antarctica he described I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not talking about antarctica i'm talking about the north pole oh sorry i i, I was on the other side sorry yeah, yeah he on, described the, pole. the north pole as you're looking through some sort of crystal and you see all these different lights like a rainbow mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and it's almost like like you'd seen a movie you know i mean there's so um you know, you have all these beautiful colors and you cross over this mountain and it's just a yeah. forest and rolling, the, the weather changes. Rolling green hills, 74 degrees Fahrenheit. Then this is at the North Pole. Yeah. Mammoths. Yeah. yeah. Uh, roaming the earth. It didn't freeze. You know, it's just. Uh, so this is so the, the interesting about this is, though, this is the unofficial exploration it's not like the government paid them to do this. Matter yeah. of fact, uh, the Ford Motor Company paid them to do the uh, 26 exploration, uh, exploration back because he was friends with uh, Henry Ford and the family. So that's how he got into all these explorations is that they financed a lot of them. And uh, so I, I was kind of cool. But yeah, so it makes sense. It's like 
he did this in his own time after, you know, a lot of this stuff just makes sense. If you really think about the time frame, what's going on, what's on his mind, what he's trying to accomplish. I mean, hell, he might've went back because maybe the first attempt in 26 didn't work out. Yeah. And he had that guilt mm-hmm. on his shoulder about getting back and being a celebrity. And he's like, shit, you know, like I'm going to go to the North pole. And he and was then, in the, he was in those videos going like, and God forbid that the war escal- escalate or the chance of war escalate. Yeah, he had and, that old he had that old time accent. Yeah, and uh, uh, talking about like you know the war and, and you know World War II happening between that and then high jump. Yeah. It really it really makes you think. Were we chasing those Germans, and did we find them? Did we find them? I think we were just all trying to search for the same thing. Yeah. yeah, and we were in the wrong place. Well, another thing when uh, when he was talking to the is what he called the master in his journal. Um, so he said their planes that you were talking about were called Flugelrads. Thank you, comment rings a bell. Uh, and he and the master said those Flugelrads tried to reach uh, our race, meaning the human race, but was met with hostility, and they were fired upon. Didn't say when. But uh, I'm assuming it was after the war who? because because the whole yeah. thing the whole thing was um, the whole reason why he got led down there was because we we use nuclear bombs and that's something the human race wasn't ready for is what he said and he was yeah. like after that we tried to reach out to you but our our planes our flugelrads our planes were were fired upon and met with hostility so they just said fuck it and went back. But what if he did? What if they did reach out to Germany? years prior they might have and then they got desperate when we started dropping the bombs mm-hmm. uh and and that goes into a whole different episode um you know with world war world war Two, but uh it matches up to me this whole thing matches up with world war Two. yeah mm-hmm. yeah because um i mean if you if you just read the stories it's it's all it's all interconnected yeah, even the names, the dates. Uh, I mean, it, it's just uh, if somebody really wrote this, you know, the daughter came out. I, I want to say it's the daughter. Please correct me if I'm wrong in the comments because I'm not ashamed to say I'm wrong about that. But if it is the daughter that published it, she'd be a hell of a movie writer. And I don't know if there's any movies that came out after this. Yeah, I which in my opinion, like if there's not a movie about it, let's make it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, serious. <laughs> I mean, it would be a, I mean, it'd be a, <laughs> be a awesome movie. I know. We got the script right there. Yeah. We don't even have to write anything. I could see him come over to Mountain and see just like a forest. Yeah. You know, mammoth. mammoth. Be like Jurassic Park meets uh, Indiana Jones. So, uh, how, how do you want to do this? Do you want to talk about Operation High Jump uh, real quick and then. I'll uh, I'll go into I'll go off into the I'll take this information to go really off the deep end with the conspiracy stuff, which uh, you know is uh, not true. <laughs> take it, Peter. Peter yeah. cracks himself up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, so y'all y'all take away on high jump, uh, and uh, then I'll then I'll come in with uh, there. There's going to be a couple of things I'm going to want to look up. Well, uh, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I mean, High Jump was basically an expedition to Antarctica in, in 1946 and seven. I think um, the official story was for scientific reasons to 
you know, it, it was, it was really undiscovered. You know, there was nobody there. Uh, you know, there was oil, shit ton of uh, oil reserves, a ton of coal reserves. Uranium was down there. Um, you know, so they were just out there scoping the place out and everything. That's basically the official reason. Um, I have a conspiracy that I was going to talk about in a minute. Um, but I mean, that's pretty much the gist of it. Right. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Really getting down there and exploring, um, uh, Antarctica. Really getting, really getting deep getting down there and deep. Yeah. And like, uh, it was interesting how, uh, well, according uh, on the video, the old black and white video. So they, uh, the, the ice got so like, uh, uh, thick out there that they actually had, uh, like, a, like, like, like our plots. Right. <laughs> they had a, they had a, this boat thing called, uh, it was called the North wind, I believe. And, and it was a boat that was designed to cut through ice and it would mm-hmm. cut through the ice and open up lanes for the big ships. But, uh, it was, they, they experienced a lot of, uh, uh, trouble with that. Cause everything would eventually freeze. And even the, the submarines would get stuck down there. They had to get through in certain seasons stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And, but in the, in those old videos and, uh, the, the real conspiracy theorists out there were like this, they say in those old videos that they, uh, they were met with an ice wall. Well, they were. He he mentions ice wall in one of his yeah. interviews. Yeah, and uh, it's like two hundred feet high at least, or something like that. Uh, and that's like the the final thing that you got to get through to get to mainland Antarctica or whatever. Uh, he flew over it, and I think they actually like uh, they 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 found like a spot where they could get up onto the actual uh, uh, landmass, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they didn't they didn't they found a, a little uh, station called uh, what was it Little America? Little, yeah, Little America. Yeah. Uh, and some of the footage uh, that from that expedition, you know, where they're experiencing those high winds and, you know, the, there's a camera out there filming all this, you know, and it's getting like crystal clear images of this awful uh, negative 70 degree snowstorm. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, it could be a little it's, it seems a little Hollywood to me, but yeah, who knows? Yeah, it's just a thought. I mean. You know, that's what this is all about anyways. Nobody can say it's real. Nobody can say it's fake. It's just a thought. I mean, there's diaries out there. There's hard evidence. Operation High Jump. Yeah, you can film that shit in Alaska. And then yeah. and then everybody would believe it. Hell, when I was younger, I thought dinosaurs were real because I saw Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> You've said too much. <laughs> Turns out, next episode, Jurassic <laughs> Park. No, it's Dinosaurs aren't real. No, just kidding. That was on the list. Oh, oh yeah. There are people that uh, that think uh, everything in the Smithsonian's is just like not even real bones. It's like just models of what they think the bone structures look like. And I think there is some truth to that. But come on, there was dinosaurs, right? Were there? Were there? How the hell were the first? Or all right, we're, yeah, we're 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 drifting away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll topic. we'll get into that uh, in another episode and yeah. have everybody mad at us. Because everybody yeah. loves dinosaurs. They just love dinosaurs. I have a friend who said, oh, yeah, I can't wait to go see the Jurassic Park movie. And I told him uh, that I heard it was like uh, red hot trash. And then uh, he goes, it's just Chris Pratt. Ah, ah, well, it's got it's got dinosaurs in it. I like dinosaurs. And I was like, raptors. He's like riding a bike through the forest. And a yeah. Straight line, never dodges a tree. I mean, he's, just like, he's not <laughs> doing this or anything. He's just driving what's, what's straight he doing? through a, a damn forest. <laughs> do that one more time for the, for the viewers. <laughs> I mean, he didn't uh, even do this. 
No, he's just riding straight. There's like fucking raptors, you know, going like yeah, like, and he'll like punch them and stuff. You you don't punch a dinosaur and it does anything. It'll just eat the fuck out of you. I mean, it, uh, I can't. It's but that's a different like. That's like, yeah. We were growing yeah. up with Jurassic Park one, and now the kids get to grow up with Jurassic Park Chris Pratt. And it's uh, just such CGI is it Chris trash. Pratt? Is it Pratt? Yeah, it's Chris Pratt. Okay, yeah, okay. I'll just make sure. Um, well, no, it's not. Now he actually drove old, through old, a forest. Old. It was just flat, and it was on paper. Yeah, and yeah. there's no there were no imperfections at all. Was it? Was payment. it? Was it? Was he driving through Antarctica? <laughs> could have been. It was a green screen behind him. It could have been anywhere. So, hey, if you recall, speaking of Chris Pratt, uh, I think they did go to Antarctica in that movie Tomorrow War. You remember that? Yeah, they actually, they actually go to Antarctica at the end of the movie, and I that's that when. Movie. I enjoyed most of it, except for the end where it turned into that Jurassic Park red hot trash where he just started punching the queen alien thing like with his fists. And I was just like, okay, this, uh, this is like silly. you can't shoot him with a gun. But then when you get close to him, you can hit him. But I will say this. I'm a huge hater of CGI. But, uh, you know, for for the most part, that movie looked great. And then uh, when they revealed the monster in it. That was when I was like, uh, dude, I was shook. I was like, that is a gross monster. And then when it kept coming at him and coming at him, I was like, wow. Talking about when it was in the the ceiling? Yeah, when they all shined their lights up there. Oh, my God, it was disgusting. And then when it came down, I was like, this is too much, man. And that guy was shooting at it going, shit, 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 shit. We said Uh, that profanity, but go ahead. Oh, sorry. Uh (laughs) But uh, <laughs> but man, what a it was a, it was good up until the uh, the silly uh, schlocky ending in Antarctica. Yeah. But it, but I did like that aspect of the story where he came back from the future, and then he was able to put together oh the the alien is from here. It's just buried in the ice in Antarctica, and we now know where to blow it up before it thaws out and, you know, tries to attack the human race. I thought that was a unique concept, kind of War of the worlds Anyway, that's Pete's movie review. I remember the scene of the monster. I don't remember the ending, so that's obviously, like, where I probably fell off to. Yeah, it was it was you know, silly. Like, it was silly. Uh, yeah. I like Chris Pratt, though. I do like him. Uh, I I hear a lot of uh, a, a lot of the mob people hate, it, hate his guts for, like, his religious views or something. Uh He's a he's a filthy right winger or something. Uh, well, then I like him a little bit more. Yeah, are you uh, are you revealing your political leanings there? So Drew, uh, so uh, just just wanted to talk about high jump. <laughs> Sorry, we t- we took a little movie review break there. Uh, we've lost two viewers during that. Uh, oh, did we? We were up to four, now we're down to two. There were well, viewers. To, if you had the yes. choice, Jurassic Park or the movie, what what movie was that? Go with the other. Uh, okay. Yeah, I still, I've yet to see it, but I hear it's I hear it's Boy. trash. So, Lance, what are your thoughts on High Jump? <laughs> I don't know anything about High Jump. Is was Chris <laughs> Pratt in it? <laughs> Did he jump really high? I thought it was a basketball move. <laughs> um, I don't know yeah, about the- High Jump. I think High Jump was strictly just trying to find the same uh, same thing the Germans were. I really do. I think we were chasing them. And at the time, they were more advanced on that. And we were chasing them, trying to find out what they were up to. And, and that's that's where high, uh, Operation High Jump came in. All right. I think so. I'm ready to uh, dive into the deep end here, if, if y'all will indulge me. Uh, stretch my sea legs, if you will. 
because uh <laughs> well, let, me, the, let, uh, me, let me let me bring up my conspiracy theory first oh then, yeah okay yeah. yours is probably going to be a little more out there than mine so, so what are y'all doing this weekend <laughs> <laughs> so uh there's a conspiracy theory out there that he went down there for those reasons you know to look for uh scientific research and stuff like that but the fleet that went down there actually battled ufos that were protecting what was already there that germany already had set up which kind of goes back to what lance was saying it's like man what if they already contacted the germans you know so basically the theory because I, I remember a while back I, I i heard something about like a fleet went down to antarctica like 4700 people you know a bunch of boats and stuff and just got the shit kicked out of them and do you, uh i'm sorry keep going no what i was gonna say do you think us running into uh these uh these alleged people from the inside of the hollow earth do you think that explains the explosion of digital technology do you think we got some of that from them sure. potentially yeah you gotta yeah it just came out of nowhere because didn't the Germans, uh, wasn't there like some schematics or something that uh, that were uncovered where they were building like UFO, you know, what people think a UFO looks like? They were building stuff like that? I'm sure, yeah. I want to say yeah. I saw something like that, but I, don't quote me on that. Well, yeah, I'm sure. They were very quoted. <laughs> <laughs> this is on the internet. You're quoted. Oh, yeah. whoops. No deal. <laughs> but um, but that, that story came from, there was apparently a, a Russian mole in the in the u.s military or the navy during all this and this this theory wasn't released till i think it says 2006 there was a russian documentary that came out about it and um yeah so they were going down there and uh the the chilean press picked it up but the the u.s press and the u.s government never never acknowledged it you ever had chilean sea bass hmm So yeah, the, um, the intelligence that was reported <laughs> from Soviet spies in the Navy revealed that the U.S. Navy sent a military expedition to find and destroy a hidden Nazi base down in Antarctica. On the way there, they, they encountered a mysterious UFO force that attacked the military expedition, destroying several ships and a significant number of planes. Operation High Jump had suffered many casualties, and uh, the U.S. never acknowledged it, basically. Right, because I mean, at the time, it would you gonna come out with? You? They don't even do that today. I know they've already came out and said. I mean that that shit happens all the time. Uh, Mediterranean Sea. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's an everyday occurrence where they're coming across UFOs. So, yeah. And if you go to this, if you go to the site where I'm, I'm reading the synopsis of this uh, documentary that came out, they got interviews with people that saw it apparently, and it said these these UFO these these alien uh, aircrafts were traveling between the two poles at like speed of light pretty much and they were they were coming up from the water yeah like, that's kind of like that ufo footage that was released in recent times where mm -hmm. it was something that was above water and then it went underwater and was going just as fast like it didn't even face it it's always described as a tic tac and yeah I have an interesting story let's we'll cover that in a different episode i have a great story about that from a cousin of mine who's in uh, the marines 20 years oh, cool. ago and uh they were talking about that then on uh, aircraft carriers. Wow. And I'll always remember that. And as I get older, I hear about this now, 
I'm thinking, hey, if you know, if you've heard about that 20 years ago, chances are it's probably uh, legit. It might be because that, I mean, this, this whole story kind of goes in with what you were saying about what if the Ariane's, you know, what if the those spaceships, if it did happen, what if it was, what if it was the Ariane's? What, yeah, what if there was a miscommunication on the word Ariane and Arians? Yeah. And I'm not saying anything about that other than just uh, it, the story is is uh, very interesting. Mm-hmm. And so, I recommend well, anybody looking it up, obviously, yeah. reading it, thinking for themselves, doing the, the, uh, the time match, making sure it matches up. I mean, the bomb goes off, 1945, things settle down. They did the explorations in February. He gets pulled in. You know, it's uh, written pretty well, if it is yeah. a story. So I mean, yeah. If, if you want to, if you want to read more about that documentary, just Google um, "U.S. Navy Battles UFO in Antarctica" or something like that, and uh, it should come up. So, all right, rabbit hole. All right, so I'm going to need somebody to look up. I think it's three things. So the first thing, uh, and I'm going to I'm going to tie all this together for everyone. So the first thing I won't looked up is uh, the. Uh, uh, Genesis one. How do you spell that? <laughs> Genesis one of the King James Bible. The King James Bible. LeBron we're, gonna, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get into we're gonna we're gonna get into this gradually. So um, uh, for y'all and whoever's forever's listening, this is this is kind of how things began to unravel for the conspiracy side of my brain. So uh, uh, Genesis one. Uh, of the of the uh, Old Testament, uh, the uh, King James. Sorry, sorry. I'm thinking. I'm thinking too far ahead here. My brain, my conspiracy side of my brain's yeah. going. Do Do you have it? Do you have the verse? Well, yeah, we, got, we got the whole book. I googled it. That was my first problem. All right, could what somebody could somebody read Genesis one for me? Which 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 verse? Uh, just start reading from one until we get to the word, the the word that I'm interested in. Okay, I know, I know where you're going. You know the this. one. Yeah. You know the one. All right, all right. Here we go. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, "Let there be light," and there was light. God saw the light that it was good. God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and darkness he called night, and the evening and the morning were the first day. And God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. And God made the firmament, and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament. And it was so. And God called the firmament heaven. All right, so check this out. Now I want you to read, what is it called, like the New American Standard uh, Genesis? And uh, and and read that as well. I think that's what it's called. There's a there's like several uh, you know uh, modern transcriptions of the Bible, but uh, I think they leave some stuff out. So let's double check that um, if you yeah, see that. that. All right, done. Lance, you got that, or am I getting it? I'm still trying to figure out how to spell Genesis. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here we go. Ah, um, you got it. Okay. Yeah, I got it. All right, read the same thing again. Let's just let's just see how different they are. Yeah, see see if see if you can tell what's missing. I'm the only viewer on here right now. I'm watching. Right. I'm watching the own thing. Somebody's listening, but 
well, uh, the po- podcast. Really... Yeah, podcast. Yeah. All right. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was a formless and desolate emptiness, like Peter's house, and a darkness was over the surface <laughs> of the deep, and the spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Then God said, "Let there be light," and there was light. God said that God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, called the darkness night. And there was evening and there was morning, one day. Then God said, let there be an expanse in the midst of the waters and let it separate the waters from the waters. God made the expanse and separated the waters that were below the expanse from the waters that were above the expanse. And it was so. God called the expanse heaven. All right, all right. So the expanse... Gosh, what was, what was different? So, Lance, Lance, did you catch that? I did. Genesis. So, waters, all, all anything they said was, <laughs> "Let the water separate the waters." That's it. All right. So, check this out. Now, somebody look up the word firmament. Lance, that's you. All right, go, Lance, go and read it to us. All right. Let the waters below the heavens be gathered into the place. Let's drop. Read, read the definition of firmament. I mean, give me give me five minutes at least. All right, <laughs> I got Duck Duck Go, and it's slow as hell. So, all right, why are you using Duck Duck Go? Uh, the heavens of the sky, especially when regarded as tangible things, tangible things, thunder shakes the firmament. Well, let me say a sphere or world viewed as a collective of people. Hey, I'm reading straight from the internet. So. Wait, so go do it on Google. Do it you, on you, Google. you want me to read? Yeah, yeah. You want me to read me, the, bibli- the biblical me, cosmology? Yeah, it. yeah. Read the biblical cosmology. Let me change definition. it till you're finding what you're looking for. Let's see here. Yeah, let's, yeah. Let's shift the narrative until <laughs> I like it. The firmament is the vast, solid dome. The created. vault or arch of the sky. Right. The field or sphere of an interest <laughs> or activity. Okay, I like all of these. What were you, what were you saying again, there, uh, Drew Nail? The oh, firmament. Let's go with Drew Nail. Okay, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna well, sit back. You did <laughs> Mr. Bond. The firmament is the vast solid dome created by God during his creation of the world to divide the primal sea into upper and lower portions so that the dry land could appear. Hmm. A dome. Hmm. All right. So that leads to my next point, and we're gonna look up something else. Somebody already have it pulled up. The gravesite of one Warner von Braun. That's so, he uh, Lance, you'll be looking up. Uh, I thought uh, this was gonna be Admiral Bird. Yeah, uh, no. yeah, we're gonna work our way back to that though. We're, uh, look up Werner All von. Right. Yeah, look up Werner von Braun's gravesite, and then Andrew, uh, give me a little, give me a little bit of intel on who Werner von Braun is. I'll, I'll say this though, he German. was, he was, uh, he was a, a, a Nazi sci- rocket scientist who we brought over as part of uh, 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 NASA. Uh, of uh, Operation Paperclip, Paperclip to make the said bomb from earlier that we dropped on Japan. So this guy knowingly, you know, uh, was a, a murderous uh, German person of that era. Uh, he came over here and uh, he was integral in founding NASA. All right. So uh, read to me uh, his grave, his grave site. And then uh, so we'll... I'm on Wikipedia. It's going to take me a minute. Okay. I'll get it. Don't worry. Andrew, give us a little intel on just like who he exactly was. I mean, I mean, you you just you yeah, literally I, explained everything about him. I don't know what else I could say. Well, uh, uh, he was. Uh, how, how integral was he in the I creation? I did just find out he was. He created. He, he created the. He created the rocket. Uh, some sort of rocket propulsion system. Basically, okay. every every rocket we use today, he okay. basically founded it. So the 
what's on his tombstone is Psalm Psalms nineteen one. Okay. Now read the King James version of that. The heavens declare the glory of God. Glory of the God. The skies proclaim the work of His hand. <laughs> um, <laughs> day after day, they pour forth speech. Night after night, they display knowledge. There is no speech or language with their voice is not heard. What? Manner is quick. <laughs> anyway. what, were you, what were you reading, Andrew? <laughs> The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament shows his handiwork. The firmament, huh? Okay. So why would Werner von Braun find it necessary to have a Bible verse etched in his tombstone that references the firmament? All right. So uh, uh, there's, a, there's a lot of conspiracy people out there that are, are familiar with uh, how, like, there's a lot of weird stuff going on with NASA. It's just weird. Uh, like if you go back and look at uh, let's let's the, stick to let's stick to Antarctica. We are, we are, but I'm, I'm tying this back in. So uh, basically, Antarctica and the North Pole might be very different than than what we think they are. So uh, the conspiracy side of my brain likes to kind of speculate. The okay. So the other thing I wanted looked up was. The UN logo. That's the other thing. Yeah. Can we can we display a visual of that for the audience uh, that that are viewing it? Yeah, I will. But um, let's just do some surface level info on this because this, this needs to be a whole other episode. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm wanting to go into this two rabbit hole, but there's a lot to go yeah, into. Yeah, because like because I wanted this I wanted this episode to just be like Ad, Admiral Bird and stuff like that. I mean, we yeah. can go into this. I mean, just I'll I'll, sh I'll show it just to like kind of give a tease. Okay. Um, so mm. hold on. Show it, Drew. Now, <laughs> we might get a little delay in audio when it pulls up, but I'll I'll be quiet while it's being viewed. Or maybe one maybe one of us could just talk while. Let's see, is audio being weird? No, it doesn't seem to be being weird. Oh yeah, okay, there it is. Can we zoom in on that? Can we zoom in on that logo? Okay, yeah, this is very interesting because it does not include. If am I looking at this right? Does it not include anything at oh the my North God, Pole? There's no America. There, there's no. <laughs> there's nothing at the North Pole, and there's nothing uh, surround. There's no well, Antarctica. There's no right. Antarctica, but there is a North Pole. Hold on, real quick. Y'all can keep going. Because remember, the North Pole is small. Yeah, it's small, but look at the center of that. The dead center. Now, I'm not. I'm not saying that this is the actual shape of the Earth, but you know, this is. It's like, why would they? Why would they make the logo like this? And maybe they just who's, squashed who's the globe down. It's like, whose view is that from? Yeah, yeah. Why? Why would? Why would they do this? And why does this map? And this is the last thing that I wanted to get brought up. Uh, 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 viewed is like how come this lines up with uh, certain like ancient depictions of the way the world was laid out like uh, like really really old maps that actually shows something of uh, actual uh, uh, significance at the center at the North Pole uh, which you know obviously would be the center on this map so uh, yeah look look that up if you can uh, uh, what is it 
a map of the ancient world like uh, that that looks like this map. You know what I'm talking about, where it shows like the magnetic mountain at the center of the North Pole. I came across a flat Earth map. It was the uh, Hollow Earth map, but yeah, yeah. God. Look at that. Look at that. So like. And I think the King James version of the Bible mentions the four corners of the earth and stuff like this. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that this is exactly how the earth may be shaped. I definitely think there's something round about it. A dome is round. Like, yeah. you know, what maybe the roundness continues underneath, and it is planetary in that aspect. But I think there's something uh, with all this Admiral Bird stuff talking about land beyond the South Pole. And and all the stuff that you're talking about his his diary, mm -hmm. uh, I I think I think these ancient maps might have more credi credibility than modern people realize, which you know leads to other things like okay, uh, NASA being a, a, a you know a, a seemingly uh, fraudulent organization that's putting out just all this Hollywood basement stuff. Maybe they are covering up what the Earth actually is. Maybe. Uh, yeah, and maybe. And here's what I'd like to say to that. Let's. Uh, so, on the flat Earth theory, I'd like to hear more about what people think with the flat Earth, why they think it's a flat Earth, and I think that would be a great uh, episode to go over strictly on that, just right. because there is so much information on it. I'm not sold on it. I don't believe in it, but I don't know much about it. And yeah. A lot of it, our viewers would probably feel the same way. I mean, you know, we're not yeah. here to tell you one way or the other, but you got to hear both sides of the art, you know. Yeah. We're, we're just getting wacky with it. And like, you know, you can, you can trace back. I think, I think uh, the, uh, one of the original uh, pioneers of what we consider modern astronomy was Hipparchus. I think that's how you say his name. And he was the first to uh, theorize that the stars are infinitely far away. And what these ancient maps depict is that perhaps these heavenly bodies are closer than we realize. So what, what if there is some kind of Truman Show situation going on here where this archipelago of, of continents is actually separated by some sort of uh, uh, dome-like structure that in the center of it, which would be the north, is where, just like in a planetarium, I think you would call this a terranium, where that's where, and obviously people see the northern lights coming from the north, right? And and mm -hmm. and according to uh, the, the flat earther theory, Polaris is the star that sits directly above the North Pole, and, it, and all of the stars and wandering stars or planets uh, revolve around that. And there is evidence of uh, time-lapse footage of Polaris that show how all the stars make perfect ellipses around Polaris. And you know the the the. You think that's why you think that's why the North Pole was the center for the uh, Hollow Earth? Yeah, like uh, there could be anything there. I mean, it's uh, ancient maps depict a magnetic mountain, uh, which would which would make sense because the co the compasses point north. What's creating that magnetic pull? Is it the is it the Earth's axis? Oh, I've that seen I've seen Stranger Things. Okay, you don't yeah. have to tell me about <laughs> magnetic pulls. Okay, I, I saw I saw the episode with the pond. The I still the haven't pond. seen it. I uh, still they haven't all seen died. It. 
they all died. The show ended. <laughs> I know it. It was, it was I horrific. Know, I know it made Metallica famous, though. I did hear that. That was that was just the credits. When everybody died, they played Master of Puppets. It <laughs> oh was, my it was god! Sad. Well, wait, why, why don't we um? Why don't we do? Why don't we do this for the next episode? Because we kind of got way off topic on that. Did we get uh, off topic? No, yeah. we we were. No, it was, well, it was we're on topic. topic, but we're out of time. Yeah, we're we're past the hour. We're and you know hour, our sponsors at Bernheim, they always say an hour of drinking is enough to play. And uh, I want to make sure that we don't uh, go into another episode that that should be reserved for its time. Yeah. Well, uh, just real quick, what else can be said about uh, Admiral Byrd and how it kind of creates a, a uh, an well, aura yes. of mystery around well, yeah. what the nature yeah. of the Earth? Yeah, because that's what I was going to say was his North Pole stuff and his South Pole stuff is the perfect lead-in for what we just kind of went over we can, right. for, for the next episode. We can reread these verses um, and, you know, kind of pick up where, where you're leaving off right now with the dome and, the, and this and that. With right. going into what we're going to talk about in the next topic, uh, rabbit hole is for the viewers. Uh, look at the time frame. Think of, uh, you know, there's, there's plenty of reasons why it would make sense that he would want to do an exploration after he's already got off to World War II, they ended it. Uh, what do you have left? He came back as a war hero, uh, a Medal of Honor, Medal of Valor, uh, Valor. I'm sorry. And um, I mean, there's like it's like everything matches up. You could you could see why he would be like, well, shit. Let's just go to the North Pole. You know, even if he didn't go, there's a conspiracy behind that uh, in 1926, and. Uh, it's just the time frame of all this is perfect. The Arianes, the Aryan nation, World War II, the bombings, him going there, them catching him and saying, hey, stop this shit right now. Him coming back, the government saying, don't say shit. And then he, he's on his deathbed, just like Buzz, uh, Buzz Aldrin, which is another episode I can't wait yeah. to get to. Uh, on his deathbed, he, he spills the truth. And he makes journals, and then he passes his daughter i want to say comes out with the first publishing of his diaries that say that he this is what he saw there was a radio man on the on the on on the plane that was left in front of the gates he did not go in but uh i want to get more information maybe the commenters maybe the viewers can mention on who that radio man was and um what he was to do there was a second person there and that's a big key to this and mm -hmm. it's not mentioned much maybe we can have some viewers chime in on that yeah. And find out if, uh, I mean, you know, if you have two people saying, yeah, that shit happened, well, that would kind of sum things up. So, uh, I, I, th I this is an interesting story. It's an interesting concept. It matches <laughs> up in my book. And I hope that, uh, somebody can clarify that radio, the, the second person on the board. Also, there's one more uh, notable thing is like regular people can't go to the polls. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, like the world's yeah. the world's governments, even the ones that oppose each other, have all unanimously agreed that uh, uh, the uh, the Antarctic the, Treaty and who yeah, controls the, yeah. the North Pole? Yeah, who really controls it? Is that Canada. is that even is that is that right? Is yeah, Canada controls it. You have to have permission from Canada to go to the North Pole. You think that they're all uh, you know, nice and everything, but and then you take a nobody's uh, able to just fly over there. Yeah, and then like if you do take a, a cruise, you just go along the edge and maybe see some penguins. And it's like ten grand or something like that. Yeah. 
it's like outrageously expensive. Yeah, so I've been you're, like four times. So you, yeah, so is John <laughs> Kerry. Uh, but uh, he was well, we shared a room. But yeah, so go ahead. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's another thing to look into. Like you, normal people can't go there. It's like real Truman Show stuff. So yeah. what? Yeah. Uh, uh, my my elaborations with the UN stuff is uh, is just to show that uh, you know certain things don't even include Antarctica in them, uh, or or you know the North Pole. And it's mm -hmm. like, you know, what's what's the significance of that logo? And then right. you look at ancient maps. So there's something up with the poles. And uh, there's a lot of a lot of interesting dots to connect. Yeah. So, so yeah, on the next episode, I say we pick up from there. I think um, so, too. Because I have this I have this meme. It's got uh, various operations. Oh, he's got a meme. Dude, memes <laughs> memes are the basis of truth now. That's true. <laughs> yeah, they That's are. like a news um, article. It's got a, an art. It, it basically lays out like Operation High Jump, Operation Deep Freeze. It, it it it's got like one sentence of what it actually was, and I'll go into it. Um, oh, that'd be great on the next episode. It's six Is that where the zombies come out. It's, it's six different things: uh, Operation High Jump, Deep Freeze, when NASA was founded, the Antarctic Treaty, Operation Fishbowl, and the Apollo Eleven mission. It's Let's like do what, it. One little sentence about what what they all mean. So yeah, this Admiral Byrd stuff was the perfect lead in uh, for all that. We can we can uh, revisit the UN map and mm -hmm. uh, and um, I'll, I'll see if I can zoom in a little more uh, if anybody's going to be watching. But uh, but um, but yeah, we can go into that. We can uh, reread those verses, talk about the firmament, flat Earth, hollow Earth, kind of do a all that in one one episode. Yeah, Are we going to do a, a VIP room after this? No. Nah, mm -hmm. I'm not. Y'all can. I'm not. <laughs> oh man, I gotta go to work tomorrow, I, man. Yeah, I got the old fucking oh, rat rat race tomorrow. Well, it's been fun. Yeah. Um, when do y'all want to do this again? Next I week, we I too. Yeah. Hope. I mean, if, if it's a Friday or Saturday, I can obviously stay up and drink and really get. I into don't know, it. man. My schedule's pretty booked. I might like three weeks, four <laughs> weeks. You do you have a Antarctic tour scheduled? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to. I've got a train ride actually throughout all the poles. So, a train, a train with some poles. Yeah, another conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta run a train. Oh yeah. my god! <laughs> so I'm gonna have a red light next time. You okay. Come on and, yeah, get uh, that red light. I feel like I'll be part of it. Yeah. yeah. Get one that get one that can change colors. I don't have that kind of money. Is that Hugh? Yes. Hugh. Who's Hugh? Do you know that those <laughs> light bulbs listen to you? Hey, another conspiracy like, like for another mushrooms. episode. Yeah. I know. I was telling everyone. Well, anyways. Should I go into that? <laughs> no. Go in next episode. <sighs> Man. That was... That's scary. It is scary. It is. It is yeah. scary. Yeah. But, um, I went out in my yard. There's a damn mushroom. Right. Never mind. <laughs> I mentioned it. To my son, who's five years old, and then all of a sudden, for the next two weeks, I have mushroom advertisements through Instagram on ah. being able to point out what's poisonous mushrooms and what's uh, not, you know, not poisonous mushrooms. The difference, yeah, I have like two of those per every, uh, like in my stories. Yeah, and I'm like I never once ever like typed it, searched it. They ever. report. Everything's recorded. They got all of our O faces, man. I know. I hope they have my young face. All right. So, 
thanks to the viewers for uh, stopping in. Do we have any comments? Anybody that's uh, chatted? There's we four. Yeah. Any more riddles? Got four remote viewers in there right now. I don't know who they are. No one's talking. But um, any riddles? Nope. No riddles. Um, man. But I um, love the riddles. Well, yeah. Anybody watching? Anybody that's going to listen to this on the podcast? If y'all have anything about Admiral Bird um, that you would think we would find interesting, uh, shoot it over to us at Room Two Thousand Eight ent at gmail.com um our twitter and instagram is at room 2008 ent um you know just hit us up like i said anything interesting or if you know some other stories about him uh any other conspiracy theories about him uh we would love to know and we'll uh, we'll read some of it on air uh, if we get anything in so peter lance ate mushrooms <laughs> it's all hallucinogenics it probably was it's probably all one freaking acid trip right Wrote a whole book about it. Had his daughter publish it. It was all planned. <laughs> Y'all got any any last words on on Dick Bird? Uh, yeah. For anybody that wants to uh, get started with it, watch that video of him saying, uh, "There's land beyond Antarctica." He says it. Can mm -hmm. you find a link to that? I haven't seen that video. Uh, yeah, we can we can post the link, can't we? I can post it on our Twitter. Okay, yeah, post post that. It'll be on our Twitter, and uh, yeah, it's a very fascinating video. He he seems like he really means what he's saying. Yeah, he doesn't seem like the guy that would be, you know. Yeah. Messing around. So, but okay, well, yeah, that wraps up uh, Mr. Dick here. So, we'll um, join us next time, probably Friday or Saturday, and uh, we'll talk about flat Earth, the firmament, and uh, maybe Hollow Earth. And uh, some things about that. So, rabbit hole. Lance. All right. Room 2008's out. Out. Peace. Thank you, guys.